Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is your host, Paul Espinosa Jr. And I'm here to remind you that if you have access to iTunes, we ask that you rate and review the show. That way we'll be able to climb the charts and continue to deliver bigger and better guests so that we can continue the educated hustle journey. And now let's start the show. to the Educated Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Paul Latibader Jr. and my co-host, Emilio Porter. Emilio, what's going on, man? Going good, man. It's going good. Gotta give a shout-out to UCF's own Shaquem Griffin up on the stage getting drafted by the Seattle Seahawks. Get to join his brother. First one-armed player in the NFL, and of course, you gotta do it big by coming from UCF, the national championships for last year. Uh, <laughs> really dope experience, and it's funny because that draft that just happened over you know, this past weekend or so was the highest rated draft in like the longest time. Like it was doing numbers during NBA playoffs. I know Paul's a fan of NBA. I'm a fan of NFL. So it's always cool to see that even among such, you know, great games happening, the NFL was still able to generate that huge viewership. And the last day of the draft is typically the day no one really watches. You know, you kind of get your little Twitter updates. There's actually like think about average 3.7 million people watching and you can say it was largely in part due to Shaquem's fall because everybody wanted to see where this man was going to go and if he was going to make history. And he did. Really great moment. He got the call. He wasn't. He got invited to be at the draft. He left on day three because he didn't know when he, if he was going to even be drafted. Got the call at, you know, somewhere. Then had the honor of being able to come back and walk the stage, get his pre-jersey, and everything and basically just have a moment that people really didn't expect them to have and there was a lot that went into it and it's just amazing seeing dreams come true and how this young man doesn't let anything get in the way some might say it's a handicap to him that's just how he's been born and raised and it's just incredible to see that he made history and i'm proud to say he's one of night nation's own i agree man it's been a great story to hear about him and his come up and just all the different feature pieces that's been done about him, you know, showing how he has to train by, you know, putting different devices on his hand to, you know, be able to bench press properly. Um, all the different odds to that he had overcome, you know, with his disability to, uh, you know, shine on the college football stage. You know, he, he was one of the elite players in his uh, conference. And the fact that, you know, he went all the way down to the fifth round is mainly just because of the because of people view as a disability. But it's one of those things that that he had kind of because uh, it, I think it kind of motivated him to do a lot better than he probably would have done if he had two hands. You know, it's one of those things that he's always had a chip on his shoulder. He's grinding. He's doing his thing. So I'm glad for the man. Definitely going to be rooting for him on the NFL stage and hopefully, you know, he has a, a great career. 
Exactly. I think one of the cool things I think we could relate to this too is, uh, you know, me and Paul, she plug, same elementary, same middle school, same high school, same college, uh, him and his brother, same everything. His brother, uh, also the Seahawk member, uh, Shaquille, he turned down other colleges if they weren't going to accept his brother, Shaquem. And then, of course, he gave, get to go into the NFL together one year apart and be a part of the same team. The Legion of Griffin as Legion of Griffins, as some Seahawks fans want to call them. It's just amazing that the beauty in things and how things all work out and these brothers get to continue their journey together, at least for this year and probably for hopefully some more years to come. So, whoo, glory to be, right? Yes, sir. And um, definitely wanted to transition into some an announcement part of the Educated Hustle podcast. So as you guys are are probably well aware of if you've been following the Educated Hustle experience. Um, I dabble in real estate, real estate investor. So I had my first deal. Uh, I bought my first investment property back in September. It's been a, it's been a long grind. It's been three contractors in, but we finally got the house on, on the market. And then uh, just recently, we have a buyer who uh, is interested in the project and who's pretty much under contract right now to, to buy it from us. So, uh, and, and at the full price that we listed it at. So it's been a long time coming. It's been a lot of hard work, a lot of grinding, a lot of loans to pay off to even afford this thing to happen. But uh, it, it was a, it's a, it's been a great learning experience. And uh, I definitely, you know, want y'all to, you know, have your prayers out for me or whatever you do to worship, just kind of throw throw me in there. Hopefully the, this deal gets done by the begin, the end of May, beginning of June. So, uh, you know, definitely wanted to update you guys on, on the grind, on the on the side hustle to educate the hustle, um, because it's been it's been a long time coming. But I'm really excited about this, man. Exactly. And as you should be, man, you live in the hustle part of the Educate Hustle moniker, and of course, keep this man in the prayers, because I've I seen the man, I know he's had some stress nights, some wonderings, trying to get this all done, and now it's coming to fruition. I know the minute he gets that thing sold, it'll be like a huge monkey off his back so that he can go on and do his next endeavor, or next property that he wants to get his, uh, you know, money and mindset into. Of course, when we do the Educate Hustle thing, Paul represents the stanky money half of the side, you know, I'm trying <laughs> to accumulate my way up there one day but as always you know i wish i wish my best friend good luck and i'm glad to see that he's able to get this milestone off because i remember those days when you had to do a lot of uncertainty you didn't know it's gonna work out but now you're coming through to the other side and you know we like to live our truths here so paul definitely took a risk took a leap and now he's seeing some dividends or about to see some dividends so just just give you guys a more inspiration and let you know like you need to go out there and do your dreams do your passions because a lot of those uncertainty and doubts don't seem like anything once you come out triumphant I agree, man. I appreciate the good words. Um, you know, yeah, I definitely agree. It's and I think it's a a, a lot uh, a great help for this podcast. Like talking to all the people who come on the show, and in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know what? Everybody has a story to tell. Everybody has a little um, adversity that they have to overcome. So I'm going through my adversity period, and you know, it's good to come out at least from what it is expected to be positive on the other side. And, you know, this is kind of the first stepping stone into many. And, you know, I was listening to others on some other podcasts earlier where they're like, you know, a lot of people think five steps ahead, but never start at step one. 
And it, and it's kind of true, man. You, you definitely got to start at step one to even get five steps ahead. So don't let the step five discourage you. Get through step one, move on to step two, and eventually you're going to get to where you want to get to. So I uh, definitely appreciate the shout out, man. <laughs> All righty. So we're going to get into the episode. As you know, it's a, it's a Paul and Emilio episode. And when we have an episode like this, we're going to bring that bring you some educated hustle articles that we found that was very uh, informative to you guys. And I think it, uh, you guys will find it educational as well. So the first uh, article that we have today that's going to affect my pockets and my co-host's pockets is, uh, you know, Amazon Prime is uh, expecting to uh, increase the membership of Amazon Prime from 99 to 190 $119 a year. Uh, basically, this comes at the heels of um, the last Amazon stock purchase call. Uh, basically, you know, they they had a really good year last year. Um, they've added so much value to Amazon Prime. From what uh, they added, you know, streaming Thursday night football. They've added their own music service. They've added so many little things over the years without changing the price. That now this is kind of the time where they're trying to, you know, get some of the uh, extra dividends and, uh, you know, increase the price. They haven't increased the price in about four years since Prime has started, and uh, they think it's time to up update the price. So, uh, Emilio, definitely want to get your thoughts on that, man. Ooh, can they bring some tier packages? Like, what if I just want two day shipping? Let me uh, <laughs> can we, can we break out about that one. Uh, it, I mean, I feel them. I get why it is. When you have 100 million people, like, that's that's a testament. I think I was reading somewhere, and once again, I'm not really fact-checking on this. I'm, I got it off Twitter. But I think by increasing the buy-up to, like, up, what, about $20 or so, if everyone, you know, stays on, they pretty much have generated a billion dollars extra just that one small move. Once again, no fact-checks on that one. Just read it for Twitter. So that's just <laughs> give you an idea of how much money they stand to make if they can do this and. I mean, like Paul said, with all the stuff they give you, it's something that you don't want to, it's something you don't question on why they're doing it. Me, currently, uh, I get the month to month for just $10. I need to figure out what they're going to bump that price up to. Uh, for me, 15 would be my ceiling. They start saying 20 a month. I, I don't know. I might have to look a little elsewhere. Um, but I get it. You know, it's an Amazon world. We all live in it. I mean, they have their, you know, they have their foot down on every little thing that's going on right now. And it's it's incredible for them. Um, I wish them success. I think a lot of people are going to stick with it. But I think there are going to be few detractors. And I'm interested to see what they're going to do when those people start falling off, because that's a big commitment. You know, nine, nine dollars, you know, a hundred a year. OK, one twenty now. It's, you got to really kind of start thinking like, all right, how much, you know, how much do I really need it? How much? I mean, for the diehards, they're going to throw in the bag. People like me were, and uh, I don't necessarily go every month getting some from Amazon. I don't mind walking away a little bit. But once again, I, I probably represent a small point of the population because I know there's a lot of people, and I think my cohorts might be in there too, where, you know, you, you love those Amazon packages and, and you like getting them in a timely manner. I agree, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I definitely think. If the price, you know, raises uh, shortly, that I'd, I'd keep it. I think it pays for itself when it comes to streaming music because I use that service a lot. Um, when it comes to just ordering, you know, at least 
five packages a year, you know, the shipping would definitely pay for itself. So it's Amazon Prime's always been one of those deals that, you know, it sounds like a lot, you know, monthly, but at the same time, I think it does pay for itself, especially like you said, when you want something in a timely manner and you don't feel like going out to the store to look for it or it's got a better price on Amazon. Uh, you definitely want to keep that in your back pocket. So um, to people who uh, want to know when this effect is going to be in effect, um, on May 11th, new users will have to pay $119 for, for the uh, membership. And then I think on June 16th, the current users will have to re-up their price. Um, uh, or I think June 16th, they're given the ability to re-up their price at the current price that they're at right now and then the, the next year that they're gonna they're gonna go to the 119 so there's still a couple of things that are still shaky but uh basically new users are gonna feeling the brink of it at an earlier time and then uh the people that are under it now will still have a little bit of time to um get that 99 dollar price uh point for the next year until they have to uh free up it to the 119 so there's still some time but at the same time, Amazon's got to make their money and, uh, you know, power to them. They're, they're doing their thing. Um, I was going to get on to the next one. Uh, and it's also kind of one that affects me and maybe you, Emilio. Uh, T-Mobile and Sprint are in talks to uh, merge. And basically, you know, these are two of the, you know, kind of the second tier cell phone companies. But if they merge, it'll definitely become a major player to Verizon and AT&T. Um, so basically, you know, T-Mobile, they've been talking about this for about a, a year or two now, and it's always kind of come up and then uh, got declined or something happened. But, you know, now Sprint and T-Mobile are going to merge together and become a third major player in the cell phone market. And I think, you uh, know, definitely have, you know, a good amount of uh, people that, that will switch to T-Mobile Sprint because I, I know that a lot of people use them separately for different things. But at the same time, you know, AT&T and Verizon, they seem to be like a higher tier, a higher service, a higher contract. But I think uh, T-Mobile and Sprint will be kind of like that underdog player that'll come in to help the people that are, you know, want a cheaper deal, but still, you know, want all the bells and whistles of their cell phone service. So I definitely want to get your thoughts on that now. Uh, it's definitely going to be interesting because I know this has been rumored for a while. And I, I really am, for me right now, it's part of T-Mobile. You know, I, I wonder what, what Sprint side is going to think. Like, are they going to have to turn all Sprint stores into T-Mobile stores? Are they going to change their name? Or are they going to keep the T-Mobile moniker? Um, what's going to happen to the Sprint workers? Because I kind of feel like Sprint is the one that's going to have to do more of the change than T-Mobile. But, I mean, I feel them, though, too, because, you know, everything is becoming a monopoly. Just, you know, the phone business is getting to be like that. The power business has already been like that. And that business is really slowly becoming that. So, I like that T-Mobile's president, uh, they, he came out and said he wants to challenge the standard of AT&T and Verizon and kind of make it to where by us having such a big portfolio of customers, we can do things that's going to have to make the big businesses adapt. You know, T-Mobile was the first one to kind of give you that unlimited everything and not charge you. And it made Verizon have to be like, all right, well, we got to give these boys a little bit of stuff because T-Mobile's out here, you know, still in our shine. So I'm interested to see where it takes the current climate of phone businesses. 
I do kind of feel like outside of the price, you are getting the same thing. But I should say that I've never had a Verizon phone. And from what I hear, you could be trapped like 30,000 leagues under the sea next to an octopus and yet your phone should still get signal. So, you know, <laughs> if, that, if that reliability is true, then I, I can see why people want to want to fight for it. But then again, I'm too cheap to want to pay for it. But need to say, I really do hope that in the end, like T-Mobile is able to break that barrier and make it to where they actually make the phone competitions have to rethink with their pricing and their models because man with everything going on you shouldn't be dropping so much for your phone man you really shouldn't i definitely agree man um so and and sprint is a player as far as you know they're always looking out for the little guy they they have i've been on unlimited data and uh for a long time now and it's been a it's been great so hopefully it wouldn't be too much of a change as far as phone plan goes or you know minutes go or anything like that but i definitely think it's gonna help in the long run to get those major players out the game or or to put a little bit of pressure they'll never get out the game but just put a little bit of pressure so that you know the little guy still has a phone plan that's pretty affordable so um the next article that i wanted to talk about is about ford uh basically the company ford uh, based out here in detroit is getting rid of the majority of their sedan model vehicles. So basically, Ford is trying to cut costs, and uh, they're planning to cut about $11.5 billion over the next five years by getting rid of the majority of their sedan vehicles. So um, the only sedan model vehicle that they want to keep are the uh, Ford Fusion, and or, sorry, the Ford... Uh, Mustang and uh, the Ford Focus. So the rest of their uh, models, like the Taurus, the Fusion, you know, all those other Ford cars, they're gonna get rid of it just to save some money on the on their costs. And um, so it's gonna be kind of a big change because no automobiles ever cut costs like this without kind of going into bankruptcy. So uh, hopefully Ford has a good plan about what to do. With those savings that they have, because you know, not have, they're they're really just getting rid of the majority of their vehicles, and uh, it's never I've never seen that be done and come out on the positive end. So hopefully Ford has a plan, man. But what you think about that, man? Uh, that's my girlfriend Sophia's car brand. That's all she drives is Ford. So that's interesting to hear. Um, I mean, you know, obviously you got people who sit in a room and get paid much more than we do to have to make decisions and you would hope that they have the facts and stuff uh, to back up why they do it. It is concerning. I don't really know much about the car game and how the sales are all going. I, I mean, I always feel like cars are always in need. I always felt that Ford, you know, is a reliable name. Um, but I think that I think, like you said, cutting the trim and maybe trying to get it to where you're not building these models that you're noticing aren't producing on selling well maybe that's just kind of being innovative and taking that step to try and cut the cost and, and get more profit so i feel them obviously you know with people that already own these cars they'll still be able to get the parts and things they need so that shouldn't be a concern if you i feel like if ford put that much dot toward to we're going forward they know what they want to focus on i'm sure that they'll be fine i'm also pretty positive that with the models they do keep 
they'll try to find, you know, some hybrid, some way to where it's not technically a sedan type thing, but it's got elements in it to where if you still are stubborn and want a new sedan type model, Ford is able to accommodate. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. I mean, you have other cars with, you know, less makes some models that people still find popular and attractive. So it's something I think that they can survive and they can do. It's just going to be a wait and see game of how they kind of approach it and make it happen, you know, because at the end of the day, if they make these new cars and they look good and they drive well and people respond to them, then who's going to remember them having to cut some of those older, maybe not popular models out, you know? I agree, man. And yeah, like you, like you said, they're really focusing on what they're really good at. So obviously the Ford Mustang is kind of like the key in the muscle uh, car industry, so they're not getting rid of that popular staple. And they're also very big in their pickup trucks and their SUVs, so like the Ford Excursion and the uh, F-150. You know, those are pretty popular Ford vehicles, so they're really going to put all their focus on what, you know, what they're known for and uh, really try to cut the trim so that they can become a major player in the car game. Uh, up in here in Michigan, it's really important because it's like our are pretty much our number one industry is the auto auto industry. So if if those industries fail, then pretty much Michigan fails. So that's why, you know, it's it's kind of important as far as living in Michigan for those auto industries to keep evolving, keep you know, keep uh keep adjusting to the climate because up here in Michigan it's it's crazy because a lot of people will only support American made uh cars because they know it's so important to their economy. Uh, so like more than like if I if when I lived in Miami, all I saw was Beamers and all those luxury foreign cars, Mercedes, things like that. But in Michigan, it's kind of different because everybody's so uh, supportive of their industry, the number one industry up here. And they kind of judge you if you're driving something foreign. So uh, hopefully American made cars don't go to the wayside. But there's so much technology. There's so much changing in the auto industry. It's it's hard to project out what we're going to see in the next 10 years. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about it. Like the future is changing. Tesla's aiming to become a bigger player. And if they, you know, deliver on that affordability aspect and they can let Smoes like me get up in there and then shoot. Definitely going to be an interesting future to say the least. But yeah, I, I really do think that Ford, if they're making this decision, they're not making it lightly and that they must have a plan. And I would believe so. The name Ford is, you know, such such a legacy behind it, such a such a big meaning behind it. I know growing up, going to middle school, you when we had to learn about the industrial age, Henry Ford was, you know, shown as the dude. And of course, he had that idea to start with the cars and all that so it'd be a shame to see such an american staple fail because there's so much history behind it and but nonetheless like i said they got people in much better suits than i wear who get paid a lot more than i do they gotta worry about that so you know i'm not gonna sweat it too much (laughs) i feel you man well that concludes this section of the educate hustle podcast we definitely want to make sure that we give you guys the knowledge so that you can stay up to date on the most current events um so definitely you know just make sure you guys keep checking out more episodes and definitely can't let you go without emilio delivering the famous plug of course of course we finally made it to the educate us experience that you all been looking forward to how you yes you 
can reach us. Educate Us can reach a variety of different means of social media. We are on Snapchat at Educate Us, so that's all one word, Educate Us. So there you post snaps of the behind the scene things and of course inspirational videos to let you know how the show went and how the week is going. You can also follow us on Instagram at Educate Us a Podcast. Once again, that Educated Hustle Podcast. There we post posts showing highlights of the week episodes that came out and of course if you're real real lucky and real acts real real nicely paula curates some personal inspirational content just for you you can also like our page on facebook by simply going to educate hustle that's two words educate hustle you know you reached the right page because you'll see the show logo that you guys all know and of course love now let me get out that plugin to go into some more plugging if you have not done so already please rate and review us on itunes it's very easy to do all you have to do on your phone is go to the apple podcast i iTunes app, search Educate Hustle, you'll see it's there by two words. Click the logo that you know. Scroll down a little bit, you'll say write a review. We suggest you give us that five star, five star, five star, five star, five stars. Write a review titles, and of course, a review could be something short and sweet like it's lit to something long and deep as it's still lit. We'll take it all. We encourage everyone to do this because when you rate and review the show, you bring more awareness, which brings more guests, which then brings you more episodes, which then brings you more enjoyment. So please, if you have not done so already, rate and review. Now, let me get back into my initial plugging. If you haven't done so already, please follow us on Twitter at Educator underscore Hustle. Once again, that is Educator underscore Hustle. There we do tweets, daily interactions, and that's probably one of the best ways to get to me and Paul because it goes right to our phone and then last but never least if you enjoy the show you got some feedback you want to drop you want to be on the episode or you just want to say what's up to your favorite host don't hesitate to email us at educate us a podcast at gmail.com once again that is educate us a podcast at gmail.com yes sir and you know you got to drop some bars of wisdom so why don't you go ahead and do that right now bro Thank you, thank you, thank you, people, people, people. Go out there, live your best life. There's a lot of chaos, a lot of treachery, a lot of Kanye West tweets going out there. So make sure you do your best to protect yourself by going out there and living your best life. I think that's one thing that we all try to take for granted is that we're not actually doing doing and doing things to our full potential. You can take my course for example. Didn't know anything about trying to get started in the housing business. He educated himself with the help of others, the support of others, got himself the right moves, got himself an accountant, got him all these tools to make sure that he went out there and accomplished what he wanted to do. He took that leap. He took that chance. And we encourage all of you guys, all of you listeners to do that any chance that you have. The cool thing about the hustle is once you begin, it's your baby. And then once it's your baby, you let it grow. And I think what well, I hope all of our guests that listening, they take that chance to let that baby grow because only you can make your dreams happen. And as always, you got to stay educated and keep hustling. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.